He got dysentery. Chris, you know what dysentery is? I want to say it's the poops. You're listening to Indiana Jones in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at the artifacts that make up the world of Indiana Jones. Backstories, histories, and details about some of our favorite characters. And now, here are this week's hosts of Indiana Jones in Character. Hello and welcome to Indiana Jones in Character. This week's episode is about... I almost said it. <laughs> it's about the Cairo Swordsman. I'm Chris. And I'm Dave. And he's a Cairo Swordsman. Yeah, well, we were just talking about this before we started recording. If you look him up online, he's listed as the Arab Swordsman. Is, Chris, that, is that racist? Well, it's, I mean, no, who, I, I said it forgetting whether it's racist or not. It's Nobody calls him that. I just said the, the Swordsman. I never even called him Cairo or anything. That's what you just called him? The yeah, Swordsman? The Swordsman. I think I, even as a kid, called him the Cairo Swordsman. You knew where he was from? I think there must have been an action figure in the original oh. Kenner line with with those old action figures that came out in like the in the early 80s. And I think he may have even been called the Cairo Swordsman on that. I think you're right. Because they had to do something to make him stand out. You couldn't just call him the swordsman. You'd be like, well, which one? Which one? Yeah. Well, yeah, but this is the one. That, this is the guy that matters. The guy that matters. Well, yeah. You know, All he right. appears in what movie, Dave? Oh no, I'm going to say this. This is going to be. A, this is going to piss you off. No, he appears in Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. No. <laughs> yes. Why do you do that? I know it bothers you. It, it does bother me too. Yeah. You well, it should bother you. It should bother everybody. I remember. I don't know what we saw. The first thing we saw that whole title on, you fucking were just furious. Yeah, it, that's really, really, really <laughs> aggravating. What what should it be called? The movie is called <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's not called Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> I know, I know. I, just... I remember that too. It was a um. Where was it on? It was when they. It was probably when Last Crusade. No. Was it on those new DVDs? It was came when out? it came out on like it was. It was like the DVD set, and because the other two started with Indiana Jones, they felt like, and then the fourth one was going to. Right. They had felt like they all had to have that. Yeah. So. You you were fucking furious, man. Oh yeah. You just don't change the title of the nah. movie. Yeah. Nah. Other other greatest movie, you know, of the whole all, all of them. It's the second greatest movie ever made. You don't change the title of it. What's first? Goonies. Showgirls. Showgirls. <laughs> oh, Berkeley. <laughs> yeah, that pisses me off. Thanks. I know. I Thanks know it lot. does. I, I meant to do it on the first episode, but I forgot. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, and even Chris and I took our our families. I mean, my wife didn't go. She hates this shit. But uh, <laughs> uh, to see yeah. the Raiders on the big screen and IMAX and IMAX. Oh man! Although it wasn't in full IMAX, it was only about three quarters of bit the screen. Blurry here and there. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, we got posters because it was like yeah. well, it was only out for one weekend, right? I think so. And then it was you know released another weekend later or something. But yeah, we were there the first first weekend. You we were there like the Saturday that yeah. it opened, and we all got posters. I'm like, ooh, a little poster. Yeah. And what does the freaking poster <laughs> say? It says the true title of the movie, Dave. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't go back and CGI that shit in the title screen. Oh, my God. You would have walked out. I would have. Yeah. I 
Wait, yeah. So the little poster that we got is all cool, except it it's says really cool. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's nobody listening to this that is happy about that. There's no way. I agree with that. Who 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 thinks that's a good idea? No one. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm starting a I'm petition. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brought that up. Seriously. I came here to talk about the Cairo Swordsman. Cairo. City of the Living. That's not bad. I can't wait to do Sala. Bed dates. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not doing Sala. No, ooh, we're not. No. <laughs> we're doing the Cairo Swordsman. Yes. And uh, really, the Cairo Swordsman was notorious in the Cairo underworld and had a reputation as the best assassin and the the number one guy that you go to to get a dirty deed done. Okay, he was the guy. The guy isn't assassin like quiet, <laughs> like ninja style. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not this guy. How the hell can he be an assassin when he carried that big ass sword? He's totally in your face. <laughs> he is. He is. But the Cairo swordsman, and that is what he goes by. He doesn't have his name. His name's not like Ralph. <laughs> he was hired by the Nazis in 1936, along with all those other fellas. I won't call them Arabs. That's what it says here. Okay. okay. Well, they were all hired by the Nazis to uh, help in the pursuit of the of the Ark and the defeat of Indiana Jones. There really isn't a whole lot to talk about with this guy except for that scene. What scene's that? I believe the scene we're about to listen to. There's a history to that. Oh, yeah. And not only is there a history to it, I think it's one of the most memorable scenes in movie history. Guaranteed. Okay. So he died that day in the streets of Cairo in 1936. And as everyone knows, or maybe they don't know and they're hearing this for the first time, but I doubt it, the scene was intended to be a long sword fight or, or a fight between Indiana Jones and the Cairo swordsman. A lot of choreography, a lot of whip action. But because Harrison Ford had eaten at a restaurant the night before that he shouldn't have, he got dysentery. Chris, you know what dysentery is? I want to say it's the poops. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you get your medical degree? (laughs) Walmart. (laughs) It is very severe diarrhea, and he couldn't really last too much longer than a few minutes before having to run to the bathroom. It was so bad that I believe it was other people besides Ford had dysentery on the set. They couldn't even wear pants because they were just so... Were they all just shitting themselves? Oh, yeah. They were shitting themselves and having to run to the bathroom every couple of minutes. So it's like, why even wear the pants? So when he wasn't on camera, the pants were off. Was he wearing underwear? I don't know. I didn't find anything on that. Man. But I saw an interview, and we'll put it on our Facebook page. It was a thing, actually, for John Williams. And Spielberg was there kind of narrating scenes uh, from from movies, and then the, the Boston Pops would play the score with John Williams. It was pretty cool. And he said that Ford came to the set that day ready to work, even though he was feeling ill, 
and told Spielberg that he had about an hour left in him. He said, I can give you about an hour, and then I'm, I'm, I gotta be done. Then I got the shits. That's right. He had to be done. Shits. Why did it have to be shits? (laughs) (laughs) So bad. (laughs) But you're so proud. That was funny. You're beaming. I am. (laughs) So, the choreography started. And you know, a lot of whip action, like I said, there's some close quarter fighting, and Ford had this idea. And I have a quote here. I saw it. I'm waiting for it, yeah. And it's a it's a great quote. It is a great, a great, great quote. So they're doing this back and forth, you know, he has to go to the bathroom, it's hot. He's got this he's told him he got an hour left in him. And Ford suggests to Spielberg, Chris Just shoot the fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and Spielberg liked it and they shot it. And it worked, and it's fantastic. It's fantastic, and it sticks to this day. Really, Spielberg even said in this interview, some of the best things happen when you're not trying to make them happen, and this totally falls into that category. What what makes the scene work is is when when Indy's running, and all of a sudden the whole, the whole crowd parts as the Red Sea. Just they just part. Oh yeah, and there he is, and he's he's dabbing his. Shitty sweat off his off his forehead. Yeah, <laughs> and then he does that weird ass laugh, <laughs> yeah. like, like Jabba kind of thing. He's got a line. <laughs> he, does that I, count as a line? I, I, I guess. <laughs> it's just, it's so fan, it's so it's perfect. It is. And if you look when they're about to do the fight, and Chris is talking about like him wiping his brow, he's got his whip out. Yeah, like he's he's ready. He's ready to fight. I mean, he's got he's definitely in a fighting stance. Right. But it's so much better that he doesn't. Do you think they did they film? Did they start the film? Well, actually. Or just once and done, let's shoot the fucker and move on. Actually, there is a a, a whole deleted scene, which I watched today and I'll put on our Facebook page. They actually started to go over the choreography and it's all filmed. And there's a deleted scene. Uh, I believe it'll be on the Blu-rays. I have to get this. It may (laughs) even be on the... you, You and I both have the the three disc yeah. DVD set. Right. This is before Crystal Skull came out. It may have been actually coming out. Great movie. To produce Crystal or, or to uh, promote Crystal Skull. But there's a whole deleted scene of a, of a stunt cord coordinator working with Ford, working with Terry Richards, who is the, the stunt man who plays the Cairo Swordsman. And they're going over the choreography. And it's pretty cool. Like, it's raw footage. But there's a guy standing there. He's telling them what they're going to do. And basically, the fight consisted of Ford whipping him and him blocking the whips with, with his sword. With his sword. You don't like that. Well, no. It's like, how can you block a whip? Like, do you just like, because if you block with the sword, are you, are you going to cut the whip? That's not the way they made it seem it was going to work in the scene. Okay. It's, and it's funny, too, because even in the preparation for this, you can see Terry Richards in his stance and, and Ford is whipping. And Terry Richards is moving the sword to where the whips will be, and you can see his plastic sword like wobble, wobbling oh, back wobble, and wobble, forth wobble, wobble. in the in the breeze. And then it actually does come in for some close quarter fighting. I'll put the the scene on our on our Facebook page. It was actually in Entertainment Weekly and on a Entertainment Weekly dot com ew dot com website. You know they they found this scene, they promoted it, and it, it's out there. And I'm sure people have seen it, but if you haven't. It'll it'll be on our Facebook page. It's cool to see. I want to say this. Yeah. I think I don't know if you if you did if you read this or 
I heard I heard rumors that this guy Terry Richards was training for months, whatever weeks. He had it all down pat, and he wasn't even told that we're just gonna shoot you. Oh yeah, and I, I think I don't know where I heard this at or read it that Indy just came out and and put his gun and shot him, and he went down thinking I should go down. Okay, and he was pissed that he trained for weeks, months, whatever to 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 fight. It didn't happen. I don't know where I heard that. Really? Seriously. I don't know if I'm crazy right now or if I just, you know, made we'll, it up. We'll have to do some digging because if that's the case. I heard something that he was just mad. He, he trained for months, weeks, and, and you know, for nothing. Hmm. Well, he should get over it. <laughs> because <laughs> Move on. Because what ended up happening is better. If that was just another fight scene, people would be like, yeah, there was a cool fight scene. It it went from being just a cool fight scene to one of the greatest scenes in movie history, and people will remember him forever. They won't remember his name. No. But they'll remember the, <laughs> yeah. and just this big, you know, ox of a guy. And it, it's such a great scene that it's even, it's, it's even called back in Temple of Doom, which makes that scene great. Yeah. And he doesn't have his gun, and right. he goes for it with the, the guys that are, you know, trying to attack him. Right before he's going over the bridge, the thuggy guards. There's, there's, is there two of them? Yeah, there's two thuggy guards, and they kind of do their whole thing, and he gets that smug look on his yeah. face, and he goes for his gun. And it's not there. It's not there. So. And he goes, <laughs> Yeah, they, it, it's awesome. It's a great. Of course, it's not better than the Raider scene, but it's right there. It's, like, it's such a great callback. Yeah. Spielberg's good at that stuff. He's fantastic. Like, uh, remembering what worked. I know some people criticize George Lucas for this kind of stuff. Remembering what worked and then just repeating it. Right. Uh, Spielberg will remember what worked and make an homage to it, but not necessarily repeat it. Right. He'll acknowledge right. it. And and that's a case where that definitely happened. And it's great. And why is he wearing black in the desert? Who, the Kyra Swordsman? Yeah. Well... Because uh, Tote wore it, and he wants to be cool like that. That's right. <laughs> Black is in back then, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I looked up Terry Richards. He has a pretty good stunt career. He's been in a, a couple of Bond movies. The last thing he's listed as doing is uh, 1999's The World Is Not Enough. Ooh. He was in Tomorrow Never Dies as a stunt person. He was in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Up. Oh, Kevin Costner. That's right. <laughs> he was in Total Recall. He was in Willow. So he's had a Princess Bride. I don't. I don't think he played Willow. No. Okay. Princess Bride, Superman Four, The Quest for Peace. The best one out of all four. <laughs> he was in Red Sonia, Brazil Crawl, Superman Two Crawl. Oh, uh, Chris. Yeah. You better go find where this guy is appearing at a Star Wars convention because he is listed as an uncredited stunt person in The Empire Strikes Back. For real, yeah. Have you ever seen this guy doing conventions? You Not look, that I know of. I mean, I would, I would love to get this guy an autograph. Would you get him on uh, Empire or on your? Well, I got a cool Raiders poster signed by two people. I should get him on it. Well, the other, the other credits go on and on. I'm starting to feel because these movies are so great and varied that this may not be entirely true. So you might want to do some digging before you get him to sign your Star Wars poster. <laughs> But because uh, he he was not only in Empire Strikes Back, he was in a bunch of all older Bond movies: Honor, Majesty's Secret Service, You Only Live Twice, and Goldfinger, and From Russia with Love. What the hell? I don't know. He did Bond. Is he M? <laughs> <laughs> he did Bond movies and 
Lucas and Spielberg movies, it seems like. Although he was in the Dirty Dozen, according to this, too. Which is he, he's had a lot of awesome films in, under his belt. He has. But you can't re- believe that, That's probably why he's pissed that he trained all this time for this scene and he gets shot. Right. He also appeared in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles as the Bavarian. You remember that episode, Chris? Great episode. It, it aired um, April 4th. What year? 1986. 1992. Two. <laughs> the other funny thing that I found online, because I was searching for this deleted scene, I saw I saw one, and I also put this on our Facebook page too. It was called uh, It was called Raiders of the Lost Ark Special Edition. I was like, oh, this is probably a deleted scene. And basically, what it is is the start of the scene. The <laughs> Indy standing there, and they show Indy. And a sword comes up, and Indy moves ever so slightly to the side. Oh my god! To avoid the sword. Oh my god! A la Greedo shooting Han in the canteen. I gotta see that. So I will put that on our Facebook page. It's very funny, and I know you wanted to mention the Lego games. Yes. Why didn't Why didn't Indy just pick up a banana <laughs> yeah. and throw it at him? Because in the game, it it hurts him. Absolutely. Because you know why? All all Kyrie Swordsmen are afraid of bananas. <laughs> yeah, well, if you uh, don't have the Lego games and you don't have children, don't. I mean, it doesn't matter if you don't have children. Just play them. They're fun games. Oh, yeah, they are. Great, great games. So, But as far as his backstory, there isn't one. Yeah, that, that's... He walks in there, the, 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 the crowd parts. He dabbed his, his shit. Now, who had the shits? Everybody? Or just, <laughs> or, or just Indy? You're very interested in this, aren't you? Because I can relate. Anyone that ate at this restaurant, I guess, and and it's a kind of a credit to Ford that he was adventurous enough. He wanted to try the local cuisine. Yeah, you know, he's like he's there, and like I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. You know, bad bad decision in the long run, but in the long run, really a good decision because we got a great scene out of it. But uh, I'm sure that the rest of the people were eating catered food. And did he eat eat some bad dates? <laughs> I don't know. Did he eat some chilled? Monkey brains? That hadn't happened yet. Oh. <laughs> Snake surprise. <laughs> so it's a great scene. It's like one of the it's one of the top five scenes in movie history. It is a great scene. And we will put all this stuff on our Facebook page. Uh and that's about it. all we have on the Yeah, it's it's with a short episode, guys, so after the Grail night, we needed a break, man. <laughs> yeah. I still want to know how he shaves. Oh my god. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. All right. With that being said, we're on to our trivia segment, which we call Fortune and Glory. Kid. (laughs) Glory, glory, glory. And after three episodes, the scores go like this. Chris has four. I do. And I have negative three, but I'm on the comeback. You are. So, Chris, before you get your question, how many points would you like to wager from zero to five on what I'm about to tell you? Now, you know my pattern. We've only done three episodes. I always ask you something about the character. I know, and I never do. Um, I'll go three. Three. I'll go three. Okay. Okay. For three points. We've mentioned the callback in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. The thuggy guards swing their swords in India, and he reaches for his gun, and it's not there. Where is Indy's gun? Oh my 
God, Dave. Why does he not have his gun? There's a reason he doesn't have his gun. Is it is it because <laughs> shit is a good question. Is it because in the opening of Temple of Doom when he hold he has Willie hold my gun and it's hot and she drops it out the door? That's the same gun? Like all the way later on? Don't ask me, you answer the question. I ask you the questions, you give me answers. It's worth pointing out too, and, and I didn't mention this in the temple that Temple of Doom uh callback that in that very brief minute where the swords are swinging and he reaches for the gun, they actually play the, the Raiders music, the John Williams oh, yeah? Raiders music at that at that one very quick brief scene. Great idea. Because that's that's what I'm that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Is that your answer? Yeah, because I'm trying to think. I remember he. Yeah, so t- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because because Will, Willie Scott dropped the gun at Obi Wan. In fleeing from Club Obi-Wan? Yeah. Because she burned her fingers and, and I cracked, cracked the, nail. the nail. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will tell you this. Okay. Indiana Jones does not have his gun that whole movie. And it's because that friggin'. That scene? Yeah. See, the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, does he have a gun any other time in the movie? No, a, you are absolutely correct. That's a damn good question. He doesn't have a gun the whole movie because she drops it out of the car. But I was thinking, he must have gotten a gun somewhere else. Where's he going to get it? They fall off of a, or they go, they fall on the plane, the yeah. raft, the off the cliff, in the water. You will go to Bangkok Palace. <laughs> they don't have gun stores on the way. Yeah, right. I got three points for that one. You got three points. Nice job. Oh my god, that was well done. I'm sorry about your question. <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> okay, well you have seven, and I'm winning. I- I'm going with. This three. is so bad. I'm giving with three again because I'm. I'm ge- I want to get back to zero at least. Now, all right, uh, three points. I'm betting three points. This is. I feel so bad. <laughs> this is t- now. We all know, hopefully everyone knows, this came out in 81, and this was the biggest movie of 81. Okay. Where's Lost Ark? It made $212 million. Now, back in 81, that's that's huge. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Do you know what, what number two was in 1981? <laughs> so I'm giving you the number two grossing film of 1981. Yeah. I can give you hints. I can give you clues. I, this is a terrible Do you question. have like the top five there? I have the top 21. Alright, give me give me two, three, four, and five as a multiple choice. Will you do that? I Yes, I can. Okay. Yes, I can. And mix them up. That's don't, fantastic. Obviously, don't do it in order. That's fantastic. Mix it up. Holy crap. Okay. Or do it in order. You no, can, you no. Can, you, I'll do I, it. I shouldn't tell you how to do it because if I say don't do it in an order, then you don't. Then I know it's not the first one you tell me. But gonna, maybe you're going to mess with me. <laughs> that's that's a great. We wish you'd done that that time. All right. Here's your multiple choices. I'm listening. Is it Dudley Moore's author? Arthur, okay. Is it Bill Murray in Stripes? That's a fact, Jack. When you get caught between the moon and Is it... Henry Fonda? Yeah. On Golden Pond? On Golden Pond. You old poo. Or is it probably one of the greatest sequels of all time, Superman 2? Oh. General, care to step outside? So you got you got on Golden Pond, you got Superman 2, you got Author, and you got Stripes. Number six, Cannonball Run. Okay. Cannonball <laughs> Run. All right. All right. 
I, for whatever reason, I'm throwing out Superman 2 because I think if people were going to... Things were different in 1981. I know. know. There weren't that many movies that came out and people didn't frivolously spend money on movies like they do nowadays. So, like, if they were going to go to a movie and they had to pick between these two, they were going to see Raiders. Uh, Forget about Superman. So, I'm throwing out Superman. What was it? Arthur Stripes and... Arthur Stripes on Golden Pond, Superman 2. Okay. I'm throwing out Stripes because it was rated R. And they used to care about who actually got into rated R movies. So, not as many people would have been able to get in and pay their money. So, I'm getting rid of that. And I think Arthur was rated R, too. Okay. And people love Dudley Moore. I still don't get that. Yeah. <laughs> Golden Pond won a million Oscars. But do you, do you think, like, do you think there's Raiders Lost Ark, top movie of the year, followed by? That's what's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know, because there's Raiders of Lost Ark was made and, and intended to be and was a popcorn movie. And then there's the serious side of film on Golden Pond Oscar winners you know Jane Fonda Henry Fonda Catherine Hepburn I'm going with On Golden Pond On Golden Pond On Golden Pond How much did you bet? I bet three Add three points Yes! That's amazing I didn't think at all when I looked this up oh Raiders made 212 On Golden Pond second place 119 Wow, so it was like that much that yeah. much of a drop off. Yeah. It was almost a hundred million dollars difference. And then Superman was one oh eight, Arthur ninety five, stripes eighty five. And that was a major hit. Eighty five million dollars oh, in nineteen eighty one was like three hundred million dollars now. Then Cannonball Run, Chariots of Fire, For Your Eyes Only, the Four Seasons, Time Bandits, Clash of the Titans. I mean there's there was a lot of great films back then, you know. All number right. number twenty was Busted Loose. Is that Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor. That you got that. I don't feel bad now. I feel I felt bad asking them. I was like, ah. I wouldn't have been able to do it without a multiple choice. There you so go. Thank, well, I'm, I'm, thank you for suggesting that. Well, thank you for doing it. So the scores after four episodes of Chris was seven, and I'm back at zero. Thank you very much for listening to any other character featuring the Cairo Swordsman. Well, I think maybe we should talk about it. Because if we're going to go in this pattern, the next character will be from Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Who would you like to do? We did Art Weber from Temple of Doom. We are we were going in order, and of course we did skip crystals because I think you agreed we'll do that every we'll do right here, we'll do every other batch, every other cycle through. Yeah. We'll, we'll 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 throw in there a dip our toe skull. in the crystal skull. Just a pull. tip. Just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to learn about? Who do you want to do? Indiana Jones. You know what to do? Yeah. Um, In the Temple of Doom. I mean, we, could, we could do anybody. Yeah. We could do... You could do that impression. That guy. You were going to Bangkok Palace. Yeah. You want to do that guy? Because how, how, what's he going to have background story-wise? You never know. All right. All right. We're doing him. And his name is? What is his name? I know. I know he has a name. He has a name. Keep talking. All right. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, how'd you get on Golden Pond? Come on. That was good deductive. That was really good. 
I would have never said that because that's an old person movie. I used to always watch it on HBO too with mom and dad. Back on Golden Pond? Yeah, it was always on. Man, Golden Pond. There, there's a lot. There's like Reds and Fox and the Hound, Tarzan, Taps, Shark and Machine. These movies, like 35 million. That's what people, that's what films make now, you know, in just like one weekend. You know? Oh, oh yeah. Halloween 2 was number 20. No, 30. Yeah, number 30. Halloween 2. How much does that make? 25. It's, it's total run. Here you go for for um 10,000 points. When did Raiders open? What what month and 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 date? You know what? Yeah. That guy doesn't have a name. That's why we couldn't think of it. Okay. It's just the shaman. Okay. Played by D.R. Nanayakara. Bless you. Leader of a small village that recruits and he retrieves the stolen sacred Shiva Lingam stone. That's who we're doing. We're doing the, the tribal shaman. We're doing him balls deep. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> He's a holy man. He is holy. <laughs> He's got one hole in particular <laughs> that I'm very interested <laughs> in. So hit my, my stones. Your Shankara stones. <laughs> I got some Shankara stones for you right here, buddy. <sighs> Join us next time we discuss that dude. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Indiana Jones in Character. Indiana Jones in Character is part of the Neozaz.com podcast network. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit www.neozaz.com. The Indiana Jones in Character podcast is not endorsed by nor affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. All Indiana Jones characters, places, and situations are copyright Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.ijic.neozaz.com for the latest Indiana Jones in character episodes and information.